0: All right, welcome to Validated Radio. My name is KB Tyndall, and I have a couple of uh, friends, guests with me today for this segment. Um, I'm gonna welcome my boy Candido and my homegirl Lonnie. How
1: you doing? All right, Lonnie, how you doing? All right. All right.
0: What's up, KB? What's going on, Dito? (laughs)
1: Um,
0: All right, so this segment pays homage to some of the legends of the culture. And the question today is, what duo had the greatest impact on hip-hop culture? Um, now, this question can go on and on and on forever because there's so, many, there's so many duos in hip-hop. So before I even give you mine or before Dito gives you his uh, or before Lonnie even chimes in on any of this, I want to just go through some honorable mentions of duos in hip-hop. So we have MOP, we have Ill Al Scratch, um, Kids See Ghosts, uh, The Beat Nuts, uh, Audio 2, Earth Gang, Black Sheep, Kid and Play, Mm -hmm. Smith and Wesson, Mm -hmm. uh, nowadays since 2017, The City Girls, uh, Organized Confusion, The Throne, Yay and Hove, uh, Camp Low. Das Effects, Crisscross, Big Timers, Ying Yang Twins, of course, Capone and Noriega, uh, Salt and Pepper, Dead Prez, uh, The Neptunes, Black Alicious, Bad Meets Evil, The Dog Pound, mm-hmm. Jazzy Jeff and The Fresh Prince, Red and Meth, Run the Jewels, Pete Rock and CL Smooth, Black Star, 8-Ball and MJG, EPMD, The Clips, UGK, Mob Deep, and Outkast. Those are some of the main ones. And and just to give them all... um, Definitely give them all an honorable mention. Only because they're not the duo that I picked. And they're not the duo that Candido picked. (laughs) But out of that... Out of those honorable mentions... Um, for me, Outkast would probably be the group that had a you know one of the greatest impacts on hip hop, or should I say, the duo that had one of the greatest impacts on hip hop. And for that reason, you know, I say that because what they did brought the South alive. Right. You know, um, they they they've been out since 1991, but they really got popping around '94. Ninety three, ninety four ish, and and well, yeah, you was a youngin. <laughs> you was a youngin at that time, definitely. <laughs> and um and what they did just changed the landscape of, 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 of hip hop. It changed the landscape of the culture. It changed the landscape of fashion, you know, because exactly. they, they were definitely outrageous. And, and Atlanta has always been that way, you know, um, with their fashion, you know, um and and then lyrically, you know, what what nobody had ever heard a duo coming from Atlanta or from the South, you know, that really, that really rapped that way. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. and, and to this day, some people will put, you know, Andre 3000 in their best, you know, their top five dead or alive or their best MC on the planet or whatever, you know, um, for, for me, I think we haven't heard enough solo work by him, but, right. but it, but as a group or should I say as, as a duo, the two of them, um, definitely, he's definitely one of the, one of the best. You know, um, if you're for gonna like all
1: gen, all generations to me, yeah, like they can still come out with something right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely, they
0: absolutely they could. Instead they definitely absolutely could. They they were definitely the the first hip hop group to ever, um, you know, win at the Grammys for album of the year yeah. that, that hasn't been done since. Yeah, you know, um, you know, so yeah, so Outkast was definitely you know one of those groups, but for me. The group that had the biggest impact on me in my era was Eric B and Rakim, okay. and the reason for that is because Rakim was the first time we heard anybody talk about knowledge itself.
1: Exactly.
0: And if you and if you were in New York in the mid '80s, you know, um, you know, the Five Percent Nation was was really big at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I myself was a part of that nation. You know, uh, I yeah, used to I go by the moniker Born Infinite. You know, and um, it was the first time that we really heard somebody talking about something that was different from what we had already heard. Right. You know, we had you run DMCs and, you know, and, and, and groups like that, you know, but but Rakim came along and, and they had the jewelry and they had the Dapper Dan outfits and they had, you know, they just they just changed the whole entire landscape of the culture a, as a whole. Exactly. You know, and, and then... Years later, you know, you had like the second coming of Rakim in in a, in, a, in an MC named Nas. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people, will put oh, Nas, Nas as the Nas yes. as the God MC, but the first God MC was was Rakim. You know, um, and and they they really they really changed the the dynamic of what hip hop what hip hop was all about. How would you and, like
1: differentiate? You know, like now and and then, as far as music,
0: it's 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 all about content. Nowadays the content is so microwaved and it's so quick. Yeah. that I don't think we really get to see a lot of people um a lot of, we don't get to see a lot of music on a deep level.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, because it's so microwaved. It comes out so fast. You know, my era you had to you, my era you had to wait for an album to come out, you know, and and then you had to go to the store to get that album. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I grew it wasn't a little bit of that
1: time. Yeah, too, you right?
0: know what I mean? Um, so Airbnb and Kim, their discography is as follows. So Paid and Full was 1987, um, Follow the Leader was 1988, Let the Rhythm Hit Him was 1990, Right. and Don't Sweat the Technique was
1: 1992.
0: Oh yeah, I heard that. Um, so even, even, you know, Paid and Full was just a dynamic album. It was one of those albums that, it was like ilmatic. Like you could listen to it from the first song all the way to the last song, and every song said something different it spoke to you differently yeah. you know from i ain't no joke to my melody you know it, it was just it was just an album that that spoke volumes to the hood man yeah. you know and it was it was it was more about uplifting us you know what i mean and and you know when rockim talked in paid in full you know he was teaching you you know what i mean he was teaching you something that was different than 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 what we had what we had heard or what we had seen before man and it was just it was, just a, it was just a beautiful time for, for hip-hop in general, you know, For in my opinion. You know right. what I mean? Um, and it was still early on. You know, Molly Maul did a lot of, you know, production, you know, on, on, on a lot of their earlier works and stuff like that. Mm. So it was just, you know, for me, Eric B and Rakim was just that staple. You know, and even now, even to this day, when you talk to hardcore MCs, you know, and they say, well, who, who, who did you look up to? Or who was the best MC to you? Right. A lot of these guys go back and they say Rockem. Rakim, yeah. Rakim was the god of you MC. Know, yeah.
1: I don't really know Rockem that much, but yeah, you're right. A lot of people yeah, yeah, in Rakim, their biographies, right. anything they say, yeah, Rockem. Yeah, but even I think LO Cool J Rockem too.
0: Well, l o was LO was right around right in that same area. He was in that same vein. LO wow. came so out. Was, makes LL came out in eighty four, eighty four, eighty four. LL came out. Oh, yeah. You know. Um would I need a beat in eighty four right you know and then and then the first album radio was eighty five I believe Not radio you know um <laughs> you know yeah man, yeah, so so, yeah, so for me, it was definitely Eric being and Rakim. and Dito, for you, who did you pick uh all
1: right so before before I tell you who I picked i'm gonna go through my list of honorable mentions because I heard you talking before, okay, so <laughs> So Smith & Wesson, definitely definitely an honorable mention. And like, like we were talking about before, right? Before we even started the segment. Like when, when we're talking about hip-hop and you're talking about hip-hop, you're talking about it and coming from an angle where, you know, this is something that was going on around you as you were growing up. Right. 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 So in, 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 my, in my essence, it's more I'm coming from an era of two thousand you know right 2000 2005 right uh, a little bit later you know around the era of 50 cent right Richard Die trying mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Eminem also was coming out that era too which been also two I've MCs that
0: changed the landscape of the game right completely. shut solo shut the game down completely
1: Eminem Dr. Dre Aftermath. yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Aftermath? E- Eminem shut the game down because <laughs> because nobody had ever seen a white boy rap like that before is you know, that like true, though, like the only that's really the really only true? the only basis that we had for that prior to M Vanilla was Vanilla Ice, and prior to that was the Beastie Boys. Okay. Now the Beastie Boys was in the Run DMC era, right. you know what I mean, and they were heralded as, as actual dudes that could rap who really cared about the culture. And then Vanilla Ice came along, and we're not even gonna say any more about him mm. because it just wasn't nothing to say, right? And then Eminem came along, you know, and, kind and of then came Eminem came like, along, back, and it was like, wow, was a there's a white dude that can really. That can really spit,
1: but he actually cares about the culture. Right? Yeah, that's what it's more about. And he We're learned, about, and about...
0: he learned from the pioneers of the culture. Right,
1: and he was also kind of, I want to say, taken in. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like of a course. Lot, a of lot course. of the culture just kind of like course, embrace him, Of course. You know?
1: we just, we just yeah. So but like, so that's the era, right? When I talk about it, that's like the influence where it's coming from for me. Right. You know the type of things that that I was seeing and what I was listening to, that's the that's the time when I started being introduced to hip-hop. Right. So if I were to talk about that era and artist artists who I think, you know, had the biggest influence, the two, a duo, I'd probably say Gangstar. So Gangsta. DJ Premier. Right. And Guru. Right, right. You know? um, interesting. He came from Boston, right? And then he moved over to New York in order to... Launch, launch the team, right? Because right. because it was the two of them. What I think, like you were saying, in the mid '80s. Yeah, like that? they they started in
0: '85, and yeah. they and they and, and and that was the old Brooklyn. It's not like gentrified Brooklyn like now, right? Like. That was old Brooklyn. Like you <laughs> there's certain places you couldn't go to if you <laughs> didn't know somebody right from from those particular hoods or those projects or whatever. You know exactly. what I mean? Like you just you just couldn't. You know what I mean? It was just it was that it was that time and it was that era and the crack epidemic yeah. was running rampant in New York City and it was just it was just a different time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was just it was just crazy. But um but yeah, but Gangstar, even to this day, you know, premiere as as a as a DJ and as a producer oh still stands out as one of the best to
1: ever do it you know um still do it yeah and like still they do have it. those they have those summer jams where the dj's just like spin for like 30 seconds dj premier get up get up get up there and spin
0: them. I, like I mean I I've seen I've seen premier and Pete Rock do a show overseas I think mm-hmm. they were in Germany or mm-hmm. somewhere and and Pete Rock and they just I mean they just bodied the show like <laughs> and they and all they were doing was DJing. that's yeah. it
1: that's crazy. There was no,
0: there was no MC on stage, no nothing. They were just going through their catalogs, and you know, they're like just that. mixing and, and just DJing different records and old school breaks and beats, and people overseas was just eating it up, man. Yeah, they were just eating it up. It was just, it, just incredible to see, man. And, and um, with Gangstar, you know, even when they decided to part ways, yeah, and Premiere went into more, more production. You know of producing a whole bunch of different people over the years, mm. you know, and producing a lot of a lot of you know really good, really good songs for for Jay Z as well. You know, um, right. Guru went on and, and 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 did the Jazzmatazz series, you know, mm-hmm. and I think he put out three projects that were all under that Jazzmatazz moniker, bringing mm. jazz um, to
1: hip hop in a different way, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And and after after he You know he started doing it you know there was tribe called quest was in that that same in those years that was that was bringing a lot of jazz to the forefront yeah you can't absolutely not you know if if it was if 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 tribe called quest didn't have ali shaheed muhammad in the group they would have been probably they probably they they would have been in that conversation too like they they would have arrival yeah
1: they Mm -hmm. set a certain tone man yeah definitely Mm -hmm. um you know one of the one of the other interesting interesting things about Guru that I really like is there was always a message involved you know in, in a lot always of always they yeah. would nice. talk about awesome knowledge itself okay. too oh for sure yeah there's yeah. some stuff they put out in the universe at the same time that's positive it's yeah. just like you gotta read through the lines kinda you know yeah, that's, or true. Listen
0: that's true that's true Outcast brought you to the South they yeah. they opened yeah. up they they took a notebook and they opened it up yeah. or they took a book that was written and they opened it up to the first page and they was like welcome to our world
1: exactly you know what I mean It was out of this world yeah them that and Goody Mob it was
0: just totally totally different it was shit Crazy. that you just yeah it was it was on another level man I definitely. like that shit yeah, yeah. it was okay. definitely on another level so, this was the first segment for Validated Radio. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this little introspective on you know some of the duos in hip hop mm. music. Totally. And um, if your opinion differs from ours, so be it. You know what I mean. I That's wel- Okay. I welcome the questions. That part <laughs> of life. You know what I mean. I welcome the questions. Um, and uh, you can uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, kb. T-I-N-D-A-L and your Instagram
1: Tito? My Instagram is um, D-I-D-O B-O-U-S Q-U-E-T <laughs> that's right. it All right.
0: <laughs> and you Lonnie what's your IG so um, everybody can so highlight you my
1: IG is I am L-N-C underscore moving without a G work <laughs> all right okay so.
0: very good so like i said this is validated radio i'm your boy kb tyndall and we will definitely catch you guys on the next one
1: yes we will right. thanks for having us Most definitely. Mm.